there, Green Future Growers. Thanks for joining us today. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite Android app. And let's get growing. Hey, everyone. So I'm here to talk about the organic no-till farming revolution, high production methods for small-scale farmers by the amazing Andrew Mefford. So um, my garden journey started with Wim Bazinski's Flower Farmer Bunk, and she's the one who started the Growing for Market magazine um, that Andrew took over. So I did a great interview with Andrew um, that you are just going to love to listen to. And it's not just for farmers. It's He talks a lot about what home gardeners can do and about the difference between the roller crimper method and other no-till methods and just like the different people he interviews in the book. He talks to 17 different farmers. Um, they're all kind of doing different things and like the possibilities are just endless. And um, I love this quote here is what I was looking for. We definitely have our problems, but our crops are really nutrient-dense, really flavorful. The difference in the quality of the crops on all levels, as far as taste and aesthetics, is noticeable and noted by our customers. I don't know exactly what's happening underneath that straw, but I know it's good, and I know it works. Um, And so, look at that sweet picture. So, and Bear Mountain Farm. So, here's Denise and Tony Gates, who I interviewed, and I'll try to replay their interview Um, they were like guests, I think like 100 or 101 or 102 from New Year's Day, my very first year. Uh, so that'd have been New Year's going into 2016, I think. Right. Um, and they talk about getting started in no-till with the flower business back in 2003 with a tractor and tilling and it worked okay for a couple years, but then the quality of the plants began to decline. The insect pressure began to go through the roof. Insect pressure, ways to get rid of insects. We had a lot more plant diseases. We were getting things planted later and later because we couldn't get it into till because the water wasn't draining correctly. The big tractor tiller and even the smaller rototiller created a super hard pan under our beds so you'll learn the solutions that they put in place and just I totally think this is one of like if you were going to have five garden books you're going to want to have this one on your shelf that Andrew Mefford has written and so not only is he going to give a copy the publishers have offered a copy to our um to the Organic Gardener podcast listeners, to one of our lucky listeners, but um, he will give a 20% discount if you get it on his website. And I'm just, I, I can't talk about it enough, how much value you will get from reading all these different stories and ideas that you can put in place in your bed. And I know my mom was like, what home gardener is going to care about cover crops? But I loved growing buckwheat last year. It was so fun. The flowers are so pretty. There's more buckwheat coming up this year. So more flowers for the bees and just knowing that it's growing good soil. So we all know on my show, everybody talks about soil. So Andrew's going to talk about the difference between solarization, oculation, um, how different the different farmers, some would do uh, one process and then do another process, like once they got their farm started or if they were transitioning, and then they would do another um, process later on once they had changed their soils. But I just think you are going to be um, loving this book, loving the interview. He talks about what does a tilter do. He interviews just some great farmers that will inspire you and help you see. Oh yeah. So I wanted to read the back cover. 
Learn, I think this is much better. Learn how to use natural no-till systems to increase buffability, efficiency, carbon sequestration, and soil health on your small farm. Any farmer looking to reduce or eliminate tillage will find fresh ideas in these pages, says Ben Hartman, author of The Lean Farm and The Lean Farm Guide to Growing Vegetables. Farming without tilling has long been a goal of agriculture, yet tilling remains one of the most dominant paradigms. Almost everyone does it, but tilling kills beneficial soil life, burns up organic matter, and releases carbon dioxide. If the ground could instead be prepared for planting without tilling, time and energy could be saved. Soil organic matter increased, carbon sequestered, and dependence on machinery reduced. Andrew Mefford, editor of Growing for Market magazine, offers a comprehensive farmer-developed roadmap showing how no... Sorry, let me say that over. Andrew Mefford, editor of Growing for Market magazine, offers a comprehensive farmer-developed roadmap showing how no-till lowers barriers to starting a small farm, reduces greenhouse gas emissions, increases efficiency and profitability, and promotes soil health. This hands-on manual offers reasons why roller kimper... No-till methods don't work for most small farms. A decision-making framework for the four no-till methods, oculation, solarization, organic mulches grown in place, and multiplied to soil. Ideas for starting a no-till farm or transitioning a working farm. And a list of tools, supplies, and sources. This is the only manual of its kind specifically written for natural and small-scale farmers and home gardeners, I know you're going to love it, who wish to expand and explore chemical-free regenerative farming methods. And when Andrew and I are talking, another thing he mentions is that you can just try it in like one little part of your farm. And if you like it or your garden, um, you can expand it. Like no, Like you can do this in a very small space. If you weren't already convinced about the many benefits of organic farming, this thoughtfully written book will undoubtedly persuade you, says Aaron Benzinkian, author of Florette Farms Cut Flower Garden and the amazing Florette Blog. Mefford's new book shares a wealth of inspiring stories of innovative, small-scale organic growers who have successfully overcome these challenges to reap the benefits of organic no-till on farm and in community, says Laura Langnick, who wrote Resilient Agriculture, and I got to meet at the first Aero workshop I ever went to. So again, Andrew Mefford is editor of Growing for Market magazine. He spent 15 years working on farms, including a year working on a no-till research farm, seven years in the research department at Johnny Select Seeds. He consults wildly with researchers and farmers on the best greenhouse growing practices and is the author of Greenhouse and the Greenhouse and Hoop House Growers Handbook. And he lives in farms in Cornville, Maine. And so I know you're just going to love this interview I did with him. And I just wanted to put this little extra introduction about the actual book that he sent me a copy. And he's going to give one away to a winner. So um, here we go. I think you're going to love our episode. Hey there, green future growers. So it's... Uh, July 16th. Tomorrow's Mike's birthday. So July 16th, 2019, and I'm driving to work and I'm thinking about all sorts of things, like the crazy things that happen when you go to work and the things that you don't know until you don't know them or even realize because I've known this ever since I talked to, um, oh my gosh, what's her name from the POTUS episode and, uh, which is always one of the most downloaded episodes. I don't know why I'm surprised in search of the next POTUS president of the United States. I still can't remember her name. I can picture her perfectly. But anyway, if you haven't listened to the episode, it's this woman who has this child who gets sick and they find out that it's from all the chemicals that have been sprayed on the oats. 
And all these years of sharing Mike's cookies and never thinking about it, I don't know why, when I was at work the other day, I brought these cookies down for this um, amazing woman. If you want to follow her on Instagram, her name, it's a Nomadic Dreamer with a K. N-O-M, Nomad, A-D-I-C, no, I-K. N-O-M-A-D-I-K, D-R-E-A. M-E-R, at a nomadic dreamer, and her and her boyfriend Josh go to the most amazing places. It's just the coolest thing. She works in the restaurant that I work at, and then during the winter she travels, and then on her days off they go like backpacking, bushwhacking, climbing amazing peaks in Glacier Park. I mean, they are just incredible, the energy and the cool places they get to go and that you get to see. Although, I just don't feel like just seeing that picture without having ever climbed a mountain and seen over the other mountains like there's nothing like being on top of a mountain and getting to see past ranges and ranges like being in an airplane but you got there yourself and you didn't get there easily anyway totally off topic but it's kind of like when you're tending a garden and you've been working hard and all of a sudden you know in the fall you know how much work that stuff did not grow there just in one day you've spent like six months getting to your harvest. You know how hard you've been slaving away. Anyway, I want, it's not Sally Fallon. She's from the Western A. Price Foundation. Anyway, okay, so the woman who wrote the POTUS book talks about the oats and how the many chemical, like one of the main things that you want to change in your diet is you want to eat organic oats. And especially we eat so many oats. Mike makes so many oatmeal cookies. Oh, yeah. So I just, she asked me at work the other day when she saw the Organic Oasis guidebook, like five minutes later, she's asking me for nutrition advice, which I do feel pretty confident. Like I have studied quite a bit of nutrition being, uh, you know, a fairly, um, you know, a vegetarian or pescatarian, whatever. So a fish eater, but mostly a vegetable eater. Um I've, you know, I've done a lot of studies about what to put in my body, even though I am a processed food junkie. But anyway, I do eat a lot of healthy vegetables, which I think counteracts that. Anyway, she said, you know, should I be stuffing my, I need to bulk up. I need, I'm losing weight like crazy, which is like what I, part of why I'm there. I'm on the fitness plan. I always tell everybody laughingly, I'm just here for the fitness plan. And it's been great because writing the Organic Oasis guidebook this winter, I gain more weight than ever. And so what do I do? I take a job where I'm going to get fitness eight hours a day. And it's working like a dream. I almost fit into my jeans from last summer. I did fit into them. I could almost wear them to work. Isn't that crazy? I don't fit in the jeans from last summer. That's what can writing a book can do. Too much time on my computer. Anyway, <clears throat> um, and I did train for Missoula Half Marathon. But it's going to be better in 2020 if anyone wants to join me. Um, what am I talking about? Oats. So I, she's like, if I'm constantly just stuffing myself full of these carbs and bread, you know, is that the best way? And I was like, no, I would not do that. And I was like, you should eat, you know, sweet potatoes, um, you know, healthy foods, avocados is a healthy fat, but it's full of calories. And like, you know, this girl's like so tiny, she could definitely use them. 
And so Mike baked her some cookies. I told Mike, and of course, so he baked her some cookies. And they're full of, like, all the nutritious stuff. And I'm like, here, everybody, Mike baked you some cookies. Like, you know, it's good to have a snack because we're all, like, running around like crazy. Super fast. It's so busy. It's almost like when I used to work at Apple for the launch of the iPad, like, every day. Like, this place is just slammed. It's really, it's fun, though. And we live in Montana, so it's beautiful. Anyway, um... So I'm telling about all the healthy ingredients, peanut butter, you know, coconut, um, nuts, walnuts, which are so good for you. It's a great way to get your walnuts in and oats. And I'm thinking, you know, am I poisoning these people? Am I poisoning them? And I am like, from here on out, I'm never buying an oat again. If I can help it, that's not organic. Like I'm really going to like, and so that's my one big, you know, I know it's hard. I like hear Bob Quinn in the back of my head all the time. Americans spend less money on their food than practically any other country, like less percentage of their income. Um, and yet we complain about the price of food and, so, you know, I'm trying to make healthier choices, but I am vowing that from now on, we are getting organic oats. Anyway, happy July. Let me know. Oh, and yeah, and this is what the other thing I was thinking is like, maybe I've been going in the wrong places. Maybe I should ask my listeners, what podcast do you listen to that you think I would be a good guest on? Because I need to grow the audience. And if I'm going to grow the audience... I need to get on other people's podcasts. So are there podcasts that you're listening to that you think I would be a good guest for? I mean, you could even reach out to that podcast host and be like, hey, we're all always looking for guests. And maybe that would give me a leg and be like, hey, I'm a listener and you should have Jackie on. So, you know, what's the greatest thing about the Organic Gardener podcast, all the amazing golden seeds my listeners share. I mean, I just felt like Andrew Mefford that I just released shared so many golden seeds. I wish I could release all the episodes I have sitting on my computer. For one, I'm always scared my computer's going to crash. I'm going to lose them. But also because I want you to get that valuable information. I have so many great episodes left still. I think I'm finally down in single digits. I think I finally only have like 10 left. Or nine left. I mean, nine or something like that left. But um, I hope you will love them. I know you love all the great information. We've all learned a ton. And it's like, it's amazing how much when I go out in the garden, which I have not gotten to see this year anywhere near as much as I did last year. But I'm just thankful that last year I got to be in the garden as much as I did. And how that, how many people never get to spend a summer in the garden and it's been an interesting year. Mike and I have learned a ton. And we, he certainly had his struggles. I don't know if I mentioned. Somebody did not lock the gate and got in and ate all his cabbages and broccolis. And we're kind of having a debate about... He seems to think it was me. He says he saw the video on Facebook. But I think that was... I don't know. We're having a difference of opinion about when exactly it all happened. But anyway, and I still think a bear came along because I've been bringing all these eggshells home from work and they're sitting in buckets and there's two buckets there and the buckets, it was either that or the wind because I didn't have it shut tight enough or he didn't have it shut tight enough. I still think a bear came and knocked the um, poles over that kind of like lean against it and keep it doubly secure, extra secure. Uh, I don't know, but 
the deer got in there and ate all that stuff again so yet another gate problem at our house this year so that's a big bummer I know Mike's really bummed about it. ate all the lettuce that was how we found out we went down to pick me lettuce after work the fresh lettuce and Mike was like oh my god the broccolis and cabbages and I hadn't noticed because when I did take the video that I posted on Facebook um, it was like really wet and I was in a hurry or something and I didn't actually go further into the garden um, but he says it was the video I posted before that I don't know we'll see anyway somebody did it and we have no broccolis no cabbages no um, what else did he tell me this morning so hope your garden's growing good if you know of a podcast that you think I'd be a good guest on let me know uh oh the other thing I wanted to mention was Andrew Mefford's book contest so I put it out for two weeks so it'll end July 28th 2019 and there's just I made a super quick garden poll about what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now because I thought that would be a good thing to give to Andrew um you know as listeners you know maybe he'll expand into backyard gardeners he's always dealt with farmers but maybe you know a lot of the information like he talked about about the advantages of going no-till for anybody and you know the really nice thing about his book is that it scales down as he said that that roller crimper method um that everybody's been doing for years just didn't scale down small size small enough size for him when they were growing three acres um and so uh you know it can scale down where you know you can do a tarping thing um, on a very small, you know, on like a three by three space. I mean, you can do it in a lot of different, very small spaces. You can lay cardboard down, um, and just make sure it's layered over around the edges, um, like we've been talking about. So there's lots of, um, great tips that he shared, even though it was about farming. And I hope you felt that way also about like Ellen Polishuk's book start your farm and um richard Riswall and julia shanks that also like that i know i released several farm episodes lately but i think a lot of it can be scaled down and applies to um backyard gardeners because like when they talk about if a farm's going to be profitable well if it's going to be profitable it means it's getting more produce you know they're getting uh, produce for um you know enough product for their labor and so you want the same thing even if you're just growing for your own family or for yourself you know whatever there's tips that you're going to learn that are going to scale down to the backyard gardeners point of view I did realize that Andrew and I got like I I didn't understand what he was saying about tomatoes like I thought he was saying he wasn't growing tomatoes at all which is like so dumb because he wrote that whole book the hoop house greenhouse grower tomato growers I don't know, sometimes just when I'm listening right in the moment, um, there's another interview I'm just about to post where I think I missed a key part of the um, conversation. I don't know, I'll have to listen to it again. Anyway, I hope you love the Organic Gardener podcast as much as I do and want to share these amazing gardeners' stories with other people. So if you know of any podcast that I could be on, um, let me know and I'll try to reach out or maybe if you want to reach out either way um I think that would be a great idea and then Andrew so there's the poll you just have to fill in the thing submit your email nobody else can see your email but me and that way I'll know who to contact um 
And so, uh, and if you know somebody that would want to win Andrew's book. So, hope you're having a great summer. Jackie Byer signing out from uh, Montana, July, what did I say, 16, 15, 16, 2019. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.